Good morning, and welcome to Simply Tech. It's Saturday, January 27th. On today's show, Google Chrome surprises with its native support for Windows on ARM, and Fossil announces its departure from the smartwatch market. Plus, Spotify accuses Apple of extortion with their new App Store tax. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Tech. We start off with a development in the tech world. Google seems to be preparing a version of its popular Chrome browser for Windows on ARM. A native version of the browser for Windows 11, ARM-powered devices was spotted in the latest nightly builds of Chrome in the Canary channel. To discuss this further, we have Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Tech. Can you tell us more about this development? Certainly, David. Google's release of a Chrome Canary version for Windows on ARM is quite unexpected. Until now, Google had shown no signs of supporting Windows on ARM. This meant that Windows devices running on Qualcomm's latest Snapdragon chips had to run Chrome in an emulated state, which resulted in slow performance. How significant is the difference between the Edge ARM64 version and the regular x86 version of Chrome running on a Windows on ARM device? The difference is quite significant. Native versions of Edge on ARM devices perform just like any other Intel machine, but Chrome on Windows on ARM has noticeable slowdowns and performance issues. This is due to the fact that Chrome has to run in an emulated state on these devices. But hasn't Google supported ARM processors with its Chromebooks? Yes, that's correct. Google has long supported ARM processors with its Chromebooks, offering a version of Chrome OS that's optimized for Qualcomm's chips. However, other browser vendors that also use Chromium have stuck with Google's DRM, so the choice of a native ARM browser on Windows has effectively been just Edge. What could this mean for the future of Windows on ARM? This could be a significant development. Both Microsoft and Qualcomm are preparing for the next major push of Windows on ARM, thanks to Qualcomm's new Snapdragon X Elite processors. Qualcomm claims its latest chips will outperform Apple, Intel, and AMD. Moreover, recent reports suggest both NVIDIA and AMD plan to launch ARM PC chips as early as 2025. Google joining this effort could be a game-changer for the future of Windows on ARM. Thanks for that update, Celeste. In other tech news, Fossil Group, a major player in the Wear OS smartwatch market, has announced its exit from the smartwatch business. The company plans to redirect resources to its traditional watches, jewelry, and leather goods, leaving a significant gap in the smartwatch market. Here with more on this is our correspondent, Michael. Can you tell us more about Fossil's decision to exit the smartwatch business? Certainly, David. Fossil Group has been a key player in the smartwatch landscape for years. However, as the market has evolved, the company has decided to strategically shift its focus. According to Fossil spokesperson Amanda Castelli, the company will now concentrate on its core segments that continue to provide strong growth opportunities, which include traditional watches, jewelry, and leather goods. So what does this mean for Fossil's existing smartwatch models? The Gen 6, which was launched in 2021, will be the last Fossil smartwatch. However, the company has assured that it will continue to keep existing Wear OS watches updated for the next few years. Were there any indications that Fossil was planning to exit the smartwatch business? Yes, there were some signs. 
Some Reddit users had reported that Fossil retail employees were saying the company was pulling out of the business. Others claimed that the company was waiting for a new chipset. Fossil, which was often a permanent fixture at CES, was notably absent from the show earlier this month. Additionally, the company was expected to announce a new Gen 7 featuring the Qualcomm Snapdragon W5 Plus platform in 2023, but there was no news on that front. What impact will Fossil's exit have on the smartwatch market? Fossil's exit will undoubtedly leave a large gap in the market. The company has been one of the most prolific makers of Wear OS smartwatches over the years. Its absence could potentially open up opportunities for other players in the market, but it also raises questions about the future of Wear OS smartwatches. Thanks for those insights, Michael. Now, shifting gears to another tech story, Spotify, one of Apple's most vocal critics, has called Apple's new plan to comply with the European Union's tech regulations a complete and total farce. Spotify has labeled Apple's new app installation fee as extortion, plain and simple, accusing Apple of trying to force developers to stay within its store. Here with us to discuss this further is our correspondent from Simply Tech. That's right, David. Apple's new fee, known as the Core Technology Fee, will require developers using third-party app stores to pay 50 cents for each annual app install after 1 million downloads. Spotify argues that this new tax will harm developers, particularly those offering free apps. They claim that a developer would have to pay this fee even if a user downloaded the app, never used it, and forgot to delete it. Spotify also seems to have an issue with the 17% commission that Apple will still take from developers who choose to use third-party payment processors. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, Spotify has criticized this commission stating that it makes the choice between the status quo and this new program as difficult as possible for developers. Spotify itself is planning to roll out its own in-app payment system in the EU, but the new Apple fee could make this unfeasible. What does this mean for Spotify's business in the EU? Spotify CEO Daniel Ek has stated that with their EU Apple install base in the 100 million range, this new tax on downloads and updates could significantly increase their customer acquisition costs. Under the new terms, Spotify claims it cannot afford these fees if it wants to remain profitable, leaving them with no option but to stick with the status quo. And how has Apple responded to these criticisms? Apple spokesperson Fred Sainz has stated that the company is happy to support the success of all developers, including Spotify. He argues that the changes for apps in the European Union give developers choice, with new options to distribute iOS apps and process payments. He also added that under the new terms, more than 99% of developers would pay the same or less to Apple. It seems like Apple is facing quite a backlash over these new rules. Indeed, many developers, both large and small, are expressing frustration with the fees they'll face if they decide to bring their app outside the App Store or add an alternative payment option. The EU Commission has stated it will issue a response to Apple's changes when the regulations officially go into effect in March. Thanks for that update, James. Continuing with the theme of tech giants and their controversial policies, let's turn to Apple's compliance with the EU's Digital Markets Act, DMA, which has sparked controversy among several tech companies, including Spotify. The music streaming giant has called Apple's new DMA rules a complete and total farce, 
and the new fees imposed on developers as extortion. Bella, our correspondent for Simply Tech, is here to shed more light on this. Can you tell us more about Apple's new DMA rules and why they are causing such a stir? Certainly, David. Earlier this week, Apple announced several changes in compliance with the EU law. The tech giant stated that app developers in the EU will receive reduced commissions, but it also introduced a new core technology fee. This requires developers to pay year 50 cents for each first annual install per year over a 1 million threshold, regardless of their distribution channel. Additionally, Apple will charge a 3% payment processing fee when developers use Apple's in-app payments instead of their own. And how has Spotify responded to these changes? Spotify's CEO, Daniel Ek, has been quite vocal about his disapproval. He called Apple's announcement vague and misleading and referred to their solution as a masterclass in distortion. Ek argues that the new model may initially seem attractive, but could actually result in higher fees. He points out that any app with tens or hundreds of millions of EU users would now face a new tax on every new download and update annually. This would impact a number of larger apps, including Spotify itself. So what does Eck suggest is the motive behind Apple's new rules? Eck believes that the system is designed to discourage apps from opting for alternative means of distribution, like sideloading or alternative app stores. Without the big apps available through these alternative channels, they'll lose their appeal to consumers, and Apple's App Store will maintain its power. Eck also states that due to the increased fees, Spotify doesn't even have a choice but to stick with the current system. And what has been the reaction from other tech companies? The reaction has been largely negative. Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney, whose company sued Apple over antitrust concerns, condemned Apple's plan, calling it a case of malicious compliance and full of junk fees. The Coalition for App Fairness, a lobbying group whose members include Epic, Spotify, Tile, Basecamp, Match, Deezer, and dozens of smaller developers, declared that Apple's new fees violate the law and do not actually increase either competition or fairness in the digital market. Mozilla has also criticized Apple's new browser rules, calling them as painful as possible. Apple's new DMA rules have certainly stirred up quite a controversy. Thanks for the insights, Bella. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Tech. We'll see you back here tomorrow.